It is Tuesday, and that means it is Zella Hoffman Day. She is our mindful living expert. And today we're talking about sleep and chocolate because they go hand in hand. Hello, Zella Hoffman. <laughs> Hello, Danny Dearest. How are you doing on this fabulous Tuesday? I think it's, I'm going to start this hashtag called hashtag fabulous Tuesdays because I get to talk to you every Tuesday. And me, I get to talk to you. I'm good. Um, I have started my fitness journey with Body Back. I signed up officially as a paying customer. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. I mean, (laughs) it really, you know, just makes a difference on those very busy days where you just don't get to everything and use that lame excuse of I don't have time to train. So no more excuses, right? No more excuses. I also don't know if I'm going to be able to brush my hair later, but we're here. We've worked out and we're ready to talk about sleep. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've had a, also quite a busy week. Um, a lot of emotional things happening on Friday, which I'm sure we'll be um, talking about a little bit later. And I'm talking about the past Friday, not this coming one. And uh, yeah, I'm all for this recipe we're going to be talking about today because I do feel like <laughs> I need a little bit of TLC in, in the shape of a chocolate blondie, if you know what I mean. <laughs> A chocolate blondie. I love the name. Okay, so I asked you if we could talk a little bit about sleep because I was researching lack of sleep because I don't sleep enough. I know I don't sleep enough. And I was researching what it does. And the Royal Society for Public Health said, lack of sleep affects the body the same way that drinking alcohol does. They found that after 17 hours without sleep, And then if you go an hour less and less and less, our alertness is similar to the effects of a blood alcohol concentration of 0.05, which according to law is impaired. So for every hour after 17, so if you have four hours of sleep and then four hours of sleep and then four hours of sleep and you're putting those consecutive days together, by the end of the week, you've binge drunk about six martinis (laughs) So on Friday when you you get in your car to go to work you are actually completely wasted well and that's why you're really going to be looking forward to the weekend because then you would be sleeping majority of the weekend right yes to get uh, rid of that sleep hangover (laughs) yes but that's bad because then you miss out the whole weekend so I wanted to talk about mindful sleeping you know, Danny, that's why I always, you know, go back to my ratio where I do believe to be the best ver- and healthiest version of yourself. It's about 70% what you eat because what you eat also affects the quality of your sleep. But then it's 20% of training and being active and 10% of my 100% that to complete that is good quality sleep. And I'm so happy we get to talk about it today because sleep is not just about, you know, jumping into bed and then you fall asleep. It's about what are you eating? What did you eat before you went to bed? Like Mm. if you watch TV, you know, just till five minutes before you got into bed, because also then you might be a restless sleeper if that's the case. At least try and have a few minutes where your mind can just settle down before you get into bed. But yeah, also, have you ever thought about what quality pillow you sleep on, what, how your mattress can affect the, you know, your quality of sleep? So it's not just about the actual sleep and your sleeping patterns. Um, when people are very stressed, um, you know, that they struggle to sleep as well. And eventually when they do fall asleep, they, it, they happen to be restless sleepers. I mean, that's always to me the most common one when people start talking to me um, with regards to 
good quality sleep and how to improve that. But yes, um, I completely agree with this article of yours because I do believe, you know, if, um, and I'm going to use myself as an example. Uh, if I sleep anything less than seven hours a day, I feel the next day I'm not my best. You know, I'm not the best version of myself and then everything else just got a ripple effect from there because then you start eating too many things to try and you know try and keep awake or you drink that four or maybe five cups too many coffees mm -hmm. <laughs> just to try and be alert and yes I also find that if I don't sleep enough sometimes I've you know when you sit in traffic you like feel in autopilot mode so you're not as alert as you should be because i do believe when you sit in traffic you can't just be driving and be on the lookout for yourself you almost have to think for the other drivers as well because you might be doing the right thing and following all the rules but it doesn't mean every other single person on the road is doing exactly the same unfortunately one million percent you know like all everything you're saying is so valid i know just moving back to what you what you consume before bed um whether that be a movie binge watching whatever it is playing on your phone on facebook what it what what you consume really really has an effect um i, I don't sleep well but when I moved my phone out of the bedroom and stopped reaching for it at night, I slept better. And as soon as I stopped consuming dairy, I slept better. And if you have a lighter meal in the evening, even if that meal's at four o'clock and you're only going to bed at 12, you will sleep better. 100%. Yes, one, yes. And I also find that, you know, for, for me, music has got the same effects. If you start your day with heavy metal music, I can promise you it's not going to be a good day. But if you also ended on heavy metal and just listening to, and, and no offense to me, heavy metal fans out there, but I just find calming music sort of sets a tone for the day. And you have to be in harmony with your body's energy, your mindset, sort of envision what you want to achieve that day. And that's sort of just the way I believe you have to live life. And yes, there's a time and a place for everything else, but all in moderation. In Afrikaans, there's the saying, you know, it's with the te feel, te min, um, te gereeld, te ongereeld. So, you know, it, it's actually such a valid, valid statement. And that's why a balanced lifestyle is always key. Okay. So talk to us about this recipe. Is it going to help us sleep? <laughs> So let's talk about good quality sleep and what foods, uh, of course, would affect that. If you're going to be binge eating on lots of high sugary, carby kind of things before bed, you are going to struggle to fall asleep because remember that that enhances energy and the sugar levels in the blood. But also, um, you know, I have to go back to what I always say. Try and ha if you are a protein animal eater and you do like your steaks and your fillets and anything that's meaty or maybe your chicken, uh, I, I do believe try and go for your lighter proteins like your fish and your chicken, your white meats, if you have to implement protein into your, your dinners. Where if you do consume red meat, try and have that for lunch because it does give your body the opportunity to start digesting that. Because I always say you might be going to bed, but your stomach is not necessarily if you eat a high protein or a heavy protein meal uh, for dinner at night. Mm -hmm. And then you get those people that, you know, just focus on high protein meals every single day. Uh, I, I've never been that person, but I can't think that they must have a, a very good sleeping pattern, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, because it's heavy, right? 
But also remember proteins digest in your stomach. So, you know, like I said, you think you might be going to bed and you trying to switch off and have a good quality, um, you know, rest. But then then that's only the time when your digestive system starts working, Mm. if you think about it. So you might be going to bed, but your digestive system is definitely not and uh yeah but i I do believe you know these foods that do help you sleep and that's things like your almonds good quality honey and we're talking about the raw honey of course herbal tea i absolutely love a mint tea before i go to bed with a little bit of raw honey or sometimes even ginger tea you get the most beautiful ginger root teas you can even make your own um i just find ginger you know, from a, a, even a freshly squeezed perspective makes me sleep so much better. But that might just be me. But other than that, let's talk about dark chocolate because you did mention chocolate a bit earlier. Now, there's a lot of, you know, healthier alternatives, vegan alternatives and sugar-free alternatives when it comes to chocolate on the market. Now, I don't make use of any dairy and um, my sweetener of choice is always raw honey. And quite a while back, I came across this brand called Gaylene's Decadence. And I've been having quite an exciting journey with them ever since then. I've done product development with them. I've done collaborations with them. But when I feel like having um, chocolate or a slab of chocolate, you know, Danny, that's always my chocolate of choice. Now, it's made with good quality raw cacao. There's no um, dairy in there. There's also no sugar in there, no preservatives and any funny nasties. But it's sweetened with raw honey. And um, for that reason, it is my chocolate of choice. A lot of people might find that these vegan or healthier alternative chocolates can be hard and waxy is, is sort of the word a lot of people will use. And for that reason, I never actually put it in the fridge. I love consuming it like maybe with a, a decaf coffee late at night, if that's sort of my choice. Of course, with unsweetened almond milk and my brand there is always, you know, your, your almond breeze. Uh, and, and the reason I have to mention that is because there's a lot of almond milks on the market as well, but a lot of them contain nasties like your cornstarch, your sunflower oils, um, all kinds of, and a lot of them contain sugar as well. So if you want to go for the healthiest and best alternative, I always try and look for the cleanest one that's possibly on the market. So yeah, raw cacao is always a favorite for me quite late at night. Um, if I make like a hot chocolate and we spoke about this hot chocolate quite a few episodes ago, but yeah, sometimes I'll even dip a block or two of this chocolate in there. If, if I really have that sweet tooth quite late at night, but yes, dark chocolate does help you sleep better. If it is the one that doesn't contain all the unnecessary extras. Mm, I'm here for this. Okay, so we're making chocolate blondies, right? With all of these ingredients. (sighs) Yes. So it is in my chapter, you only live once. So do eat that chocolate (laughs) blondie, right? This recipe is really always a winner. And um, you can also make use of this recipe to make muffins. Now, I sometimes add a handful of cranberries as well to this mix if I feel like it might be a breakfast muffin option. Because remember, cranberries, if it's the one that's sweetened with pineapple juice, not the one with sugar, is it, it just gives you that extra antioxidant punch that you might be looking for. Mm. But yes, the base of this recipe is chickpeas. Always a fan of chickpeas. Um, it's a two cans of chickpeas that you wash and you drain and then you pulp. And that people is really the base of this recipe. We're going to sweeten it with raw honey. For the creaminess, we're adding almond butter. We have vanilla and caramel essence. Um, love bicarb of soda. That's always, you know, my my 
alkalizer of choice, but I don't make use of baking powder in any of my recipes because bicarb of soda is in fact an alkalizer and it's the purest form of that that you can find on the market. Um, a little bit of almond flour and then uh, we only make use of two eggs in this whole recipe. Can you believe that? Wow. And then I do love 100 grams of dairy-free dark chocolate. Like I said, I prefer the Galen's Decadence one. Now, the trick here is you have to mix all of these ingredients except for the chocolate together. So you're going to mix all the chickpeas and the honeys and the almond butters together. You're going to whisk the eggs separately, add it to your mix, and you only add your chocolate nibs last, Danny, because otherwise it might discolor um, this beautiful soft caramel color that you are looking for. It might discolor it slightly, but nonetheless, it's going to taste absolutely beautiful. And uh, yeah, you're going to preheat your oven on 180 degrees Celsius and 15 to 20 minutes later, you're going to message me and thank me because it's that amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, um, it's, it was funny enough, one of the first sweet recipes that I developed about five years ago, and it's still a showstopper. I haven't tweaked it. I haven't changed it. It's still the same original recipe that I tried and perfected back in the day. Wow. Okay. I'm definitely, definitely going to try it. I'm here for all the chocolate. Like I love a bit of chocolate, especially when the weather starts to turn because then you start missing summer, but you want something nice, you know? especially with your cup of coffee. Like comfort food, right? And oh. for some reason, chocolate and something scrumptious and baked and still warm and all fluffy and moussey, <laughs> that's just, to me, that's comfort. You know, if, if I think on the sweet side, when it comes to the savory side, anything that's saucy or soupy or, you know, goulashy or poiki like that, that's sort of winter food to me. Okay, now Iselle Hoffman does a lot. She doesn't only make amazing chocolate blondies before bed. She also does the most amazing charity work. And last week, Friday, you were talking about something that you did and it made you a bit emotional. Tell us what you were up to last week, Friday. So, Danny, this campaign's been coming for, for quite some time. I mean, you and I briefly mentioned it quite a few times, you know, mm -hmm. since the beginning of this year. But our Scribanti Mining Group uh, partnered with Freedom Walkers. And, uh, yes, if you actually go on the website, freedomwalkers.co.za, you will find a Scribanti Hope um, request for sponsorship button. Now, if you click on that icon or that button, you can, in fact, apply for a Freedom Walker for someone that's less fortunate. And um, last week, Friday, we went to deliver the first two walkers and I promise you the first girl that we gave a walker to she's 12 years old I got cerebral palsy but also is quite autistic and um, yeah I promise you a day later in fact on Saturday they sent me a video where she already started dangling the little feet as if she wants to walk and to me there's nothing closer to my heart than that because I know the struggle of being frustrated with yourself because you're not mobile. You can't get from point A to point B by yourself. But this poor mother has been carrying that child around for 24-7. She would carry her to school, carry her back. And uh, this walker now enables the mom to push her to school. Um, it's a it's, it's little bit, it makes you think of a pram in a way. So it's got the same sort of principle when you get to push it from the back. But it also enables this child's legs to start moving and encouraging sort of that muscle development. And her face, when we put her in the walker, was just absolutely priceless. You know, the eyes were laughing. The soul was laughing. Um, unfortunately, she can't speak at all. And um, 
yeah, we launched this on Friday and it really was a feel-good Friday to me. It was quite a tearful, emotional Friday to me as well because you know what? I don't think, you know, people often appreciate what they have in life. And I'm, and I'm talking from abilities, physical abilities. People, if you can get up in the morning and walk from point A to point B and you are pain-free, you've got a lot to be thankful for, my friend. Because mm. seeing people like this, um, you know, people that might feel that the world has forgotten about them because they might not be worthy of attention because there might be something wrong with them or they just were just born in a certain way and remember people they have not chosen this yeah it was given to them that's the cards that they were dealt in life and i mean it just made me realize again yes back in the day i used to be a crippled kid on crutches with the weird bottle of water at school and everyone used to laugh at me but i'm able today i can walk today and i've got so much to be thankful for yeah. and then uh, this this second walk where we gave to a little 3 year old and Shane, this this child was actually born a normal child they had to go into hospital for a few checkups and a few things and because of medical negligence she unfortunately unfortunately ended up being in the condition that she is um yeah my heart just broke for this mom's story you know this mom was telling me i had a normal child when i went into hospital and when i came out today i'm sitting with a child with all kinds of situations complications issues and things that just keeps developing over time when they resolve the one issue another one pops out and mm. you know it's so hard to stay positive often in situations like that because you need to be the one that is giving the encouraging words on that day and to say, ma'am, just keep doing what you're doing. You're a phenomenal mother. Your child still looks at you and smiles, whether it's a little bit of a crooked smile, whether the child can't speak to you, that child adores you because you are an amazing mother. And I think, you know, for all mothers out there, maybe today listening, if you sometimes feel like your children is giving you a hard time and you just have a, three million things to do because it, whether it's schoolwork, making sure there's food on the table, still getting to work because there's bills to pay, you are being a super mom. So I think I want to give a shout out to all the super moms there, you know, out there today because if you provide and you look after your children, you are doing one hell of an amazing job. And I want each and every one of you to remember that today. So pat yourself on the shoulder and uh, go bake yourself a chocolate blondie and just <laughs> TLC a little bit because you deserve it. Izel, what else are you up to this week? Because um, on your social media, on your Instagram, on your Facebook, um, you doing you are doing so much. What else can we look forward to this week? <laughs> so, Danny, we I've been playing around with beetroot last week for McCain's. Um, that is also people should really go and try that recipe. It's quite a showstopper. And if you like something that tastes a bit like chutney, um, and you're a fan of beetroot, really go and try that recipe that I developed last week it is it's quite a it's it's a keeper most definitely and um, this week um got lots planned I'm going to Cape Town on Thursday only back next week Tuesday okay. um yeah it's it's for Ignition TV again um there's some racing at Kalani this weekend really looking forward to that and uh but other than that yeah I still got a few things for Bosch in the pipeline and um just lots of recipe development that I have to do for quite a few brands also still this week so lots of cooking, lots of tasting, um, lots of motoring talk. So quite an exciting week ahead. 
Awesome. If you want to follow Izal Hoffman on her exciting week and her trip to Cape Town, Izal at Izal Hoffman on Instagram and Twitter and Izal Hoffman Lifestyle Chef on Facebook. My friend, as always, it has been very informative. I'm going to go forth and sleep better this week because of you. I think you should. People remember, if your phone is a charger to recharge, you could see your bed as your charger and go and invest some good quality sleep. <laughs> Lots of love and uh, yeah, always happy to be on the show. Thank you once again, Danny. And uh, till next time, we'll be chatting next week, Tuesday.